Chapter 11 of Hind Swaraj or Indian Home Rule. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in October 2015. Hind Swaraj or Indian Home Rule by Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi. Chapter 11 the condition of india continued lawyers reader you tell me that when two men quarrel they should not go to a law court this is astonishing editor whether you call it astonishing or not it is the truth and your question introduces us to the lawyers and the doctors my firm opinion is that the lawyers have enslaved India and they have accentuated the Hindu-Mahometan dissensions and have confirmed English authority. Reader, it is easy enough to bring these charges, but it will be difficult for you to prove them. But for the lawyers, who would have shown us the road to independence? Who would have protected the poor? Who would have secured justice? For instance, the late Mr. Manomohan Goes defended many a poor man free of charge. The Congress which you have praised so much is dependent for its existence and activity upon the work of the lawyers. To denounce such an estimable class of men is to spell justice injustice, and you are abusing the liberty of the press by decrying lawyers. Editor at one time I used to think exactly like you. I have no desire to convince you that they have never done a single good thing. I honour Mr. Gose's memory. It is quite true that he helped the poor. That the Congress owes the lawyers something is believable. Lawyers are also men, and there is something good in every man. Whenever instances of lawyers having done good can be brought forward, it will be found that the good is due to them as men rather than as lawyers. All I am concerned with is to show you that a profession teaches immorality. It is exposed to temptations from which few are saved. The Hindus and the Mohammedans have quarrelled. An ordinary man will ask them to forget all about it. He will tell them that both must be more or less at fault and will advise them no longer to quarrel. They go to lawyers. The latter's duty is to side with their clients and to find out ways and arguments in favour of the clients to which they, the clients, are often strangers. If they do not do so, they will be considered to have degraded their profession. The lawyers, therefore, will, as a rule, advance quarrels instead of repressing them. Moreover, men take up that profession not in order to help others out of their miseries, but to enrich themselves. It is one of the avenues of becoming wealthy, and their interest exists in multiplying disputes. It is within my knowledge that they are glad when men have disputes. Petty pleaders actually manufacture them. Their touts, like so many leeches, suck the blood of the poor people. Lawyers are men who have little to do. Lazy people, in order to indulge in luxuries, take up such professions. This is a true statement. Any other argument is a mere pretension. It is the lawyers who have discovered that theirs is an honourable profession. They frame laws as they frame their own praises. 
they decide what fees they will charge and they put on so much side that poor people almost consider them to be heaven-born why do they want more fees than common laborers why are their requirements greater in what way are they more profitable to the country than the laborers are those who do good entitled to greater payment and if they have done anything for the country for the sake of money how shall it be counted as good those who know anything of the hindu mohammedan quarrels know that they have been often due to the intervention of lawyers some families have been ruined through them they have made brothers enemies principalities having come under lawyers power have become loaded with debt many have been robbed of their all such instances can be multiplied but the greatest injury they have done to the country is that they have tightened the english grip do you think it would be possible for the english to carry on their government without law courts it is wrong to consider that courts are established for the benefit of the people those who want to perpetuate their power do so through the courts if people were to settle their own quarrels a third party would not be able to exercise any authority over them truly men were less unmanly when they settled their disputes either by fighting or by asking their relatives to decide upon them they became more unmanly and cowardly when they resorted to the courts of law it was certainly a sign of savagery when they settled their disputes by fighting is it any the less so if i ask a third party to decide between you and me surely the decision of a third party is not always right the parties alone know who is right we in our simplicity and ignorance imagine that a stranger by taking our money gives us justice the chief thing however to be remembered is that without lawyers courts could not have been established or conducted and without the latter the english could not rule suppose there were only english judges english pleaders and english police they could only rule over the english the english could not do without indian judges and indian pleaders how the pleaders were made in the first instance and how they were favored you should understand well then you will have the same abhorrence for the profession that i have if pleaders were to abandon their profession and consider it just as degrading as prostitution english rule would break up in a day they have been instrumental in having the charge laid against us that we love quarrels and courts as fish love water what i have said with reference to the pleaders necessarily applies to the judges they are first cousins and the one gives strength to the other end of chapter 11